I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Stever and I play Astra Blep, a fatal half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I am joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit resort spa paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Statehar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Uckemeyer playing Zelf the Elf. I'm Manny's boss. <laughs> I'm an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious DM, world builder, and the voice of Manny himself, Justin Green. <laughs> Justin, how are you feeling today? <laughs> I'm feeling fantastic. Nice. Oh. I am enjoying looking at all of the pictures of cats and other pets <laughs> on the Discord. Wow, what a great <laughs> plug for our Discord. You have to go on there to see how many cats Caitlin has. I did want to ask Caitlin, how many cats do you think people would guess that you have? <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to say that people think I have probably three cats. I feel like people think three cats is a lot of cats. I think three cats does feel like a lot of cats. For like having them all in your house. Yeah, I will say, yeah. full disclosure, I live in a house, a single family home within the city limits, not a farm. <laughs> What's your address? No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You passed the test. If Justin asks anybody listening for their address, also do not. I can't imagine anybody who's listened to this podcast would just trust Justin. <laughs> Why not? He seems like a very trustworthy guy, though. Andrew, you know Justin the least. (laughs) Andrew, I'm going to mail you something now because I do know your address. Yeah. Last time I I found a gift stashed in my door, so I don't see what's wrong. That's true. A street condom for your microphone. (laughs) That's the professional term. Yeah, I'm a a professional. That's a brand name. Justin, please, God, take us away. All right. <laughs> when we left off last time, Ansel was on a boat out of Thune. The last remaining zombie had knocked Astra unconscious on the docks, while the remainder of the squad made their way into the attached rental shop where Zelf had been badly injured. And it is now Patty's turn. I also am a little low on health right now, having just witnessed. The shit show that was Astra's (laughs) valiant attempt. I'm going to stay in my safe little nook here, and I am going to go ahead and use a gold coin shot at the zombie on the dock. Cool. I'm going to save my platinum because I might need to pierce a boat with it. (laughs) You never know. Okay, my gold coin shot. I rolled a 12 to hit. Yeah, you hit... Fling it right through the window, straight into its neck. You deal nine damage. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it is still up, but barely. Nice. Johnny Brightchild, what do you want to do? Well, Johnny Brightchild's going to run out to the dock where the zombie is standing over Astra, and he's going to attack <laughs> that zombie. There Yay. he is. Astra, you don't get to talk. You're asleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, Jenna, don't get to participate in the podcast. You're going to have to just excuse yourself until you're alive again. <laughs> does a 15 hit? Yes, it does. Okay, I do. 18 damage. And this zombie is 
destroyed. Smash it! All the zombies are down. I have an unspent second level spell as a magic chef. I can take a minute to prepare a spell. I have an ability called Animal Aspect. One of the possible applications is to gain otter-like quality, which would give the consumer the ability to have a swim speed and to hold their breath extra long. So I don't have anything to take this guy out immediately, but if I take 10 rounds, I can't start swimming after his boat. Mm, Be an otter, Zelf. Come on, we need you. He is out of sight at this point. Combat is technically over. You guys can do whatever you'd like to kind of get your bearings together. I bring back Astra with a lay on hands. I heal her for both eight subdual and eight lethal damage. Great. Astra will bolt upright with a big gasp and go, (gasps) where did I go? Where was I? What was happening? Did we get Ansel? Um, I think we've lost him. I can't really see him no. anymore. God damn it. My instinct is to chase him, but also I feel like there's going to be useful things in his hideout. Here's another really important question. Did any of you hear what he called me? <laughs> Johnny was probably outside of the room fighting zombies, so I don't think Because it was filthy. I, you, know. <laughs> you guys are able to go through Ansel's stuff. So he's been holed up in the town hall area. So one of the things that is going to be of interest to you, Astra, is he has an arbiter pen. So the arbiters are like Fainalin's cops. They work out of the court of the Archmage and they just keep order in the area. This pen identifies them, but it also acts as a key to get into various restricted places in the court of the Archmage. It's something that uh, a sort of devious hooligan like yourself (laughs) would have always wanted to get your hands on growing up in Fainalin, and and now you have one. So also it can be used in an emergency. You can break it, destroy it, to cast Magic Circle against Chaos on yourself. Oh, that's cool. The last thing is a book that you find amongst Ansel's possessions called Zombies, They're Just Like Us. So this is a (laughs) half spell book, half self-help book. (laughs) Its chapters include like how to make friends for life. Oh, that's full of bad necromancy puns. Yeah, yeah. It has a variety of spells designed to help your undead companions get by in a judgmental society with unrealistic beauty (gasps) standards. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god okay i wanted to know if this guy was on the edge but he is so far <laughs> past the edge he is yeah in no man's here land. i was thinking like what am i gonna do to just like restrain him and slow him down oh no, while we're gonna we talk knock some his sense ass out. into him yeah we, uh, we got it we're beyond that <laughs> yeah we gotta hit him with a rock and then tie him up yep he's deranged and we shouldn't listen to anything he says self is gonna say to the party everyone i apologize for trying diplomacy first whether or not he murdered everyone in this town he at least did not shed a tear when his zombie ate that living boatman so i think that we need to use a stronger tack I think Johnny and I should take him and give him an enormous wedgie because he really pushed my buttons. I mean, yeah. that's what you do to super nerds. <laughs> Wait, what was the last poetry he quoted at us? Was that like particularly daggers to your soul? The poetry was bad, but also Ansel was looking down on self. <laughs> and he's a dweeb. And Zelf is a cool guy? Yeah. I don't I don't know if even Zelf would go that far. Well, he's not a cannibal, right? Well he has sunglasses. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, he doesn't think he is, but he doesn't know for sure. Listen, you both do untoward things to dead bodies. I think we can agree. I can't believe you called my cooking untoward. <laughs> I love your <laughs> Zelf. I love your cooking. It's your cannibalism that we haven't talked about. Thank you. Don't, don't, Speaking don't, of don't things that we okay. haven't talked about, our investigation might take us to the magic school. What's our plan there? Um, let's not go to the magic school. Here's, okay. I, I am unwell. <laughs> I was recently unconscious. Zelf 
Uh, you'll pardon me for saying you don't look all that spry yourself. I did take quite a few hits from those zombies. Oh, wow, you're right. <laughs> Does it seem like Astra took any lasting effects from her wand of rigor mortis spell? Oh, yeah, it did more stat damage to me, didn't it? Was that temporary? It did. It can be healed with a heal check. How it made, like, your, your dexterity and your speed. That can be <sighs> fixed with a heal check. Okay. But it's not like that stanky grass. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> stanky grass. Stanky grass be grass. <laughs> this stank is really messing with my dexterity score. <laughs> it's, it's slowing me down. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you ever, like, you know, been trying to do a cool move and then you accidentally smell your hand and you're like, oh. <laughs> what? What? No, I don't know. We're gonna investigate that later. <laughs> okay, so we need to track him down. I don't know where he went because I was unconscious, but I don't see his body lying around, so I'm gonna assume he just continued on the boat away from us. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment. Justin, I want to check that map of currents and stuff that I grabbed off the wall. Yeah, love that. To see if I can parse where it seems like he's most likely headed. Is he going back to Fanolin? Is he going downriver? He is going upriver towards Fanolin. Mm. We might be able to go faster by land and cut him off because he's going upriver. I mean, also, do any of us have the ability to pilot a boat? <laughs> Patty, that was going to be my other question. If I had to guess whomst amongst you has yacht or boating related experience, Patty Hurts, I do think it would be you. <laughs> Astra, you really think that I drove any of the boats I yachted on? Uh, <laughs> how insulting. That is for the staff. Thank you. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Does anybody have handle boat? Justin, what skill would that be even that we would roll? Yeah, I have no idea. So it's a flat wisdom check, but if anybody does have like profession sailing, you can use that for additional bonus. But yeah, just a flat wisdom check i don't think that's a standout attribute amongst the team <laughs> maybe we should just go by land <laughs> that wisdom was one of the base attributes for rangers uh patty uses charisma i was gonna say <laughs> yeah she's a social ranger she's basically a bard it switches everything to charisma and bard spell list it's awesome it's great. justin i love that sailing is a wisdom based attribute there's something very <laughs> funny about that to me <laughs> very old man in the sea i mean i've got penalties to wisdom so that's not ideal it's low it's like dc5 to yeah. do it dc10 to like do it well if we're lucky i think we can do it well mine is not terrible i got to say i mean maybe patty has spent enough time lounging on yachts that she's picked up a thing or two i mean if we want to try it what's the worst that can happen we all fall into the river like we done that before yeah <laughs> okay wait i've got a secondary question because i don't remember whomst among us can swim nobody none of us can swim <laughs> well here's the thing is we want to overtake him right like we want to right he probably he probably killed everybody in this village right he probably killed everyone in thune can we agree? I think that's fair. So yes. I don't really want him getting to Fanolin. I know people there. And some of those people owe me money, so I can't really have them dying. <laughs> Should we have a boat chase? <laughs> do we want to do that? I feel like a low-speed boat race is a great scene. I think we should get that coming. We're just rowing frantically. <laughs> Where none of us are very good sailors. So, like, <laughs> even the person we're chasing, too. <laughs> the most inept low-speed boat race. <laughs> yeah, Zelf is going to untie another boat and make sure it's got oars and stuff like that. Zelf or Astra, do you, like, have any ability to, like, help us move faster or send a message ahead of us to like maybe we could slow him down because like i think it'll probably be hard for us to catch up to him johnny i got nothing <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah i don't have any good overland travel stuff i got stuff that'll make us mildly luckier i'm totally down for leaving it up to luck though like patty if you think you can do it God, i absolutely you. believe in you and like <laughs> i'll totally help make you as lucky as i can Patty is 100% confident that she can drive this boat. Caitlin is not 100% confident that Patty can drive the boat. All right. Well, Johnny's going to keep feeding that confidence that Patty has. So, uh. Justin, you said that this was a wisdom check, but does it constitute a skill check? Because Ooh. my tears to wine spell gives a bonus to wisdom-based skill checks. 
Yes. Yeah. Drunk boating. Although if you nobody don't sound has, happy about it. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> 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 Only because nobody actually has any skill. Yeah, that's so true. it's really just yeah. natural ability. I don't have anything that would give bonus to a flat attribute check, just skill checks. But I don't think any of that should stop us from commandeering a boat. <laughs> and letting Patty try to drive it. <laughs> yeah. DC five to not capsize to move forward. <laughs> My class ability as an investigator for inspiration, uh, I can apply that to ability checks. Great. So Oh. All else being equal, I think Zelf wants to make it just because he gets that extra D6. Mm-hmm. Can we as a team help each other? Can we give each other helping dice? How does that work? You can do eight another. If you hit a DC of 10, then you'll add plus two to whoever is going to be the main roller. And then also, once you guys are actually moving, you can make a DC5 strength check to use your oars to increase the speed. Yeah, that's what Johnny <gasps> was thinking. He'd work some oars. Oh. Yeah, Johnny's okay. strong. He can do that. Yeah. And do some sand rowing. Yeah. <laughs> because it's water rowing. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Did you imply that Johnny <laughs> rows through the sand? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I'm making a mental note that next time we are in a city or a town where there is shopping. Patty is going to purchase a sailor's hat in case this situation arises again so that she can put the sailor's hat on. Caitlin should get magic hats that give her different like profession skill checks. I'm an idiot. So for a moment, I thought you were going to say a book on sailing or something that would be a remarkable benefit. No, just a new outfit. I'm going to request that whenever you buy like a cute accessory, you should also go on for Manny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Sweet, sweet boy. Not for the Ella flute. Not for the actual... I don't want to talk about the Ella flute. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Ella flutes anymore. You don't ever have to talk about the Ella flute. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, so Zelf, Zelf is driving the boat, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, let's do it. Everybody in. Let's see a roll, bud. I'd like to help self, and I also give him a bed of luck on his initial roll. Awesome. Can you do that with ability checks? Yeah, it's any d20 roll that happens in the round. I believe in you, self. Nice. Well, I rolled a 2 and a 10. I'll take the 10. <laughs> uh, with my inspiration, that's a total of 15. Awesome. I think that's successful boating, right? Yeah. There's upriver and there's downriver. I think this one's upriver. Johnny, do you want to roll strength for yeah, rowing the oars? Uh, yes, please. Thank you. All right. I rolled a three for a total of seven. <laughs> Johnny's arms are tired from fighting all those zombies. Um, such midline rolls. It's still enough, right? Isn't it a DC five or is it DC ten? No, it's a DC five. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you guys do a competent job. Wow. Good work. Finally. Yes. That is the first time yes, this party yes, has ever yes, been described yes. as competent. Yeah, we did it. I'm rowing the right way. <laughs> Fifteen episodes in. Wow, this is like rowing through sand, but it's like easy. <laughs> you guys are able to pick out the right boat that will support all of your weight. Oh, that good for us. will <laughs> move through the river at a decent speed. You're able to keep rowing with your oar the entire time. And you make it in decent time to Fainalin. However, you do not find and surpass Ansel on the way with these rolls, though you do do. A pretty good job. So we can assume he arrived slightly before we did. Yeah, he had about like okay. a... Probably a 15-minute head start on you guys so that you guys could, you know, go through his shit and heal and all of that. Do we see his boat? You do see his boat. Okay. As you pull up, you find where it's been discarded along the riverbank. Can we follow his footprints in the mud? Oh, Patty's going to track the shit out of this guy. Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay, this one is a wisdom-based skill check, so I am going to use Tears to Wine. I'm going to use some of the river water. To make a nice mead. Get her drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And that'll give you a plus two. Excellent. I'm going to give you guidance. 
which should give you a plus one. I'm going to use Excellent. my last usage of bit of luck today. Yeah. So you can reroll. Yeah, we're really banking on finding this guy. Zelf wants to get him. Let's do it, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went through all the stuff we could use to boost a skill check, and then we weren't able to use any of them. <laughs> <laughs> now that Patty is buffed to the gills, let's see. Buff it up. Okay. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, I only rolled a five. All right. Okay, that's a 12 this time. That's a a 14. I get a plus two to follow tracks. I get a bonus for being in urban terrain. And then I have all of my various assistance from my friends as well. (laughs) Which I think should be a plus three total. Oh, man. Uh, The enhancement is a 21, I think. That is also what I got. Wow. Excellent. Wow, teamwork. We can really do things. Thanks, guys. Excellent mead, Zelf. Patty, you are able to pick up Ansel's tracks. He was a little injured in the battle, just, you know, in his attempt to dramatically leap out the window. He scratched (laughs) up his knees a little, even though no one really laid a hand on him. (laughs) He has like a bit of a limp and you're able to track the slight difference in footprints that he's making through the city. Fainalin is always gray and overcast. There's like a constant layer of fog that's sweeping across the cobblestone streets. The residential area kind of looks like the town in every children's Halloween movie. (laughs) So even though it's pretty heavily populated and it's the third largest settlement in Berwyn, actually, it doesn't have a big city feel. It feels very sleepy. It's very quiet. But then there are just always these strange fey noises that are echoing from the whispering woods. And in fact, the town's northern border butts right up to the woods. And some of like the more old school elves have actually built homes into the trees of the woods that are on that line. And they're really living as one with nature and magic, like their ancestors. Justin, what does a fey noise sound like that comes from the woods? I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> Just like weird, like laughing and echoing a lot of times. The fey learn people's names so that, you know, they'll try to like lure people into the woods by calling their names for oh. sure. Just generally being creeps. Okay, I cannot wait to make that as a sound effect. <laughs> the Whispering Woods, they take up more than half of Berwyn's landmass. And they're largely unexplored just because of all of the dangerous fae that populate it. The deeper into the woods that you go, the more alien and unfriendly it becomes, the less likely also that you will ever return. We're going in for sure, guys. (laughs) I can't wait. No, no, no. No, absolutely not. (laughs) At least not on this trip, okay? (laughs) Guys, just remember the buddy system. If you hear somebody at the woods calling your name, take a buddy. We're going to go into the Whispering Woods, immediately split off into five different parties and die. (laughs) (laughs) You're able to follow him all the way to the most northern part of the city. You guys approach this Hmm. building. It's the largest building in Fainalin. As a whole, Fainalin believes itself sort of above violence and war. And so all matters are settled through intelligence and logic at the court of the Archmage. And so it is these three tall pillar-like buildings that are built around this gigantic tree. And you guys know that each of the buildings represents divine magic, arcane magic, and then bardic magic. And they so they form a triangle. And then at the center of that triangle, floating hundreds of feet in the air, connected via these three branching sky bridges, is this spherical Archmage's Sanctum. The Sanctum can be seen from pretty much any point in the city. You guys know that Archmage Venturi, having vacated the Archmage position, three casters were appointed to share this title as the tribunal and that they work out of here. God, I love that. Are each one of the tribunal mages, do they have a different representative magic? Yes. There's a bard and a wizard and a cleric. Okay. Indeed. Justin, Mm. just as a refresher, how many of our PCs have a history <laughs> with the Court of the <laughs> All four of you will be oh. familiar with it. So, mm-hmm. Astra from growing up here. Yep. Johnny from Glorahan growing up here. And then the other two of you from <laughs> being in high profile court cases that were settled at the Court of the Archmage. <laughs> Only half the squad has a record, and that's fine. Yeah, that's great, honestly. Yeah, Astra, as we're moving through the city, is on high alert uh, and not doing a great job of hiding it, I think. (laughs) (laughs) 
Justin, just to clarify, so the Arbiter pin that we got yeah. hypothetically would grant him access to the Archmage Sanctum, right? To this area? Maybe not the Sanctum itself, but definitely sure, will sure, let yeah, him no. go through this building that would normally be, you know, just for like law enforcement or like high profile people. Okay, but he can't get in there because we have it, huh? Possibly. But maybe he's already <laughs> been in there. Uh, also. Are there any parts of the court that are open to the public? During the day, yes. Okay. Anybody can enter, like, the lowest level of any of the three buildings. And is it nighttime now? Uh, Yes, it is, like, midnight. (laughs) Oh, okay, so we can snoop, huh? Yeah, it became sundown as soon as we entered Thune, I assume. (laughs) Nocturnal snooping. Yeah, the fog rolled in. (laughs) I haven't spent a lot of time in this area, but we do have this Arbiter pin, which should let us get in. And the fact that we have it... And uh, he does not gives us a pretty good leg up. I will say that the tracks, Patty, lead straight to the Divine Tower specifically. It's a tall concrete rectangle going straight up. Just, you know, fantasy brutalism. Great. You can see there's not very many lights on in the building. There is like one guard staffed out the front, but it's not really open. They're not seeing cases or anything at the middle of the night. I'm thinking he's in there trying to gather naughty things for his mm-hmm. naughty necromancer magic. Yeah, just like a nerd. <laughs> naughty nerd. Nerdy, naughty. <laughs> Nerdy nod. Alternatively, we could break in and look through the records from my court case <laughs> to see what everyone said about me. <laughs> okay. Alternatively, we could do that. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Getting distracted by a self-centered objective. Now that's our wheelhouse. You all know that Patty wants to know if someone's talking shit, okay? Oh, yeah. As a matter of public record, yeah. Astra desperately wants to sneak in and get both of your records for sure. For sure. (laughs) Absolutely, she wants that intel. All right. Uh, In fact, I'm making that a high priority. Now... I'm not very familiar with the politics in Fanolin or in the court of the Archmage, but if he got in, does that mean he's got help on the inside? Is there somebody secretly sponsoring his experiments? Mm. Or did he find a back door? There's only one way to find out, so That's true. And that's to bring And that's to punch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Also that. I mean, we don't have to, though, because we got a pin. I mean, I think it's still technically breaking in, but that's fine. Oh, I guess it is unlawful entry. <laughs> huh? <laughs> What's up? Uh-oh. <laughs> I was just thinking about kind of like what I would do or what Glorhan would do if she were thinking about, you know, her brother. And yeah. I guess I'm a little interested in like maybe going back to their residence. Like we might find more clues there. Oh, but we're hot on this trail. Oh, we are? While we're here, we should at least case the place and see if there's an easy way in. <laughs> Let's find him and punch him. What do you... I, what do you, I guess we all took a lot of damage, huh, in that last round. So punching, another... Punching! Punching! Yes, yes, okay, yeah. Patty's team punching. <laughs> <laughs> so, Justin, you said that the pen was probably not enough to get us in at night. We might have to come back in the day if we wanted to use the pen. It depends on what you guys are plotting to do. So the pin (laughs) basically represents that you are an official court arbiter or you are a lawyer, you know, something along those lines. You have a reason to be in the building. But if the building's closed, you're going to have to have some sort of strategy. And also you have one and there's four of you. Okay, so this puts our foot in the door for some fast talking. Oh, we got this. Oh, Oh, yeah. We can fast talk. We can break in. And even if we get caught, we can show that we're authorized to be there. It is a zero risk proposition. Let's do it. Let's snoop. I'm so excited. Let's hand the pen to Astra. She's a lawyer from out of town on a case or something. And she needs to look at documents before the morning. Absolutely. With my crack legal team. Wow. Astra, you're a lawyer yeah (laughs) that makes perfect sense about like why you have all this like ability with like writing and like books i have 
dabbled with the law in a way of speaking. Haven't we all? <laughs> let's get in there. Let's not let's not ask questions. Hey. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming P I N in that I can like attach this to my lapel. Yes. Oh, I thought it was P E N, like you used it to write magical documents. P I N. Gold piece of jewelry kind of looks like almost like a clothespin, and then at the top of it is like an amethyst orb. Um and that's the Ooh. glass part that you can break to cast the spell in emergencies. You wear it on your person to move through the building. Justin, is there a limited number of these? Is there any way for them to look and tell who it belonged to before Ansel got them? There's no name on it or anything like that. Barcode. Because they are handed out to, you know, people have temporary passes into it. So somebody like you had one when you were there for the chairman's trial. Hmm. All right. I'm going to saunter up to the front door. And I'm actually just not going to acknowledge the guard. That worked really well for us last time. I'm just going to walk straight past him. As a lawyer, that's what a lawyer would do. So Perfect. You're, you're, you're correct. <laughs> the guy does stop you. He says, Miss, uh, Miss, can I see your pin, please? And I'll flash it just like looking so annoyed, like flashing it on my lapel, <laughs> barely slowing down. What business do you have at the court after hours? I need to get some papers for some cases I'm working on. A lot of papers, actually. It's why I have help to carry them out. <laughs> oh, you're going to try to bring them in? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm her legal assistant. This is called an entourage, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Not for one second did I think that we were not all going in with her. <laughs> yeah. That was... <laughs> I agreed, and not for one second did I think this was the smartest way of doing it. <laughs> in that case, I'm going to have you make a bluff check, Astra. <laughs> okay. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. I rolled an 18, so with my plus 11 bonus, that's a 29 just in. Holy shit. Love it. (laughs) So Astra Blep, attorney at law, and her entire support staff enters the building without issue. So many papers. Imagine. So he has... Are you going to counter roll? I am. He has a plus seven. It's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to try. You've got this. He's not going to cut it. He's like, ma'am, you know that I need to issue temporary passes for the three of them. Uh, How long is it going to take? It'll be really fast. It'll be really quick. Uh, So he pulls out three pins. They look similar to yours, Jenna, except they're silver instead of gold. And the orb at the top is like a teal color. Whoa. And he hands them to you and says, you know, just try to be quick, okay? Right, yeah, we'll be in and out. You, we'll be so fast you won't even see us leave. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> rolls his eyes and goes back to, you know, reading a book. Guys, I am thrilled that we now apparently have unfettered access to this entire oh. building for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Patty, stay focused. <laughs> I can see your eyes starting to wander. Daddy is so excited. Okay, let's get Ansel first. But yes, I also do want to get both of your records. I'm so curious. (laughs) Do you think there's anything in here about Castian? (laughs) Traffic tickets, arrest records. (laughs) Parking violations with his paladin steed. (laughs) Everyone's got something. (laughs) Who knows how this connects to this, like, Pharrell conspiracy, right? Like, it's, I guess we have to, like, use all available resources. Like, that's why we're here, right? Exactly, Johnny. So, anyway, I think there's, like, a visitor's logbook here. Like, I'm just gonna pull that out to let us know. Johnny, Johnny, no, 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 Johnny, I love your instincts. It's right here. I'm supposed to log in when I get in. Like, I'll do that for you, actually. You guys go on ahead and let me, I'll just, I'll just fill out our names right here. Oh, yeah, because you've got the special pin. Yeah, the Arbiter's pin. I'll just go ahead and... It's the halfway point of the episode, a perfect time to remind you that 
We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bcvparty. Joining gets you access to cool world-building stuff, like a breakdown of this world's pantheon of gods, uh, as well as content that was cut from episodes and more. It also helps support us, a group of independent creators that presumably makes content that you like, and that's why you're listening to me talk about it right now. Your support helps us pay for the costs of making this podcast and lets us do stuff like spend... Literal hours crafting a spooky fae forest backing track that is literally too quiet to even be fully appreciated in this episode, which is what I did during my week. I might actually drop the full volume uh, track on Patreon so people can appreciate uh, me whispering into my microphone (laughs) at 10 o'clock at night in order to make that track. And if that sounds like something that you would like to hear please do go sign up at patreon.com slash bcbparty. As always, you can find us on Twitter at bcbparty or email us at bcbparty at gmail.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The interior of the court pillars, it looks like a pretty standard office building, except for one of the walls towards the center is carved out of a tree. So inside of this pillar is a tree that they've built this long pillar around. And so like there's furniture that's carved out of it that's keeping like the natural shape and the growths. Cool. Two of you guys have been in here before. You know (laughs) that on the first floor, it's mostly just kind of like a nice lobby area to sort out who needs to go where. And on the next floor up would be the actual like courtrooms. And then further up, you haven't been beyond. So that would be like where more of the high ranking officials, their offices are and and that sort of thing. So I'm thinking that if Ansel is coming in here and he's planning an attack imminently, Hmm. he's got to be looking for resources or some magical thing or a supply or papers about a spell or something like he's not here just to like hang out in someone's nice office yeah Hmm. justin is there anyone i can think of sifting through memories that like like obviously he hates society but like is there someone in particular (laughs) that like could stand for society that like he particularly dislikes Hmm. that he might be like looking into everyone make a Local, a knowledge local check. Love it. Uh, the locals will get a bit of a boost. 
did really badly. I rolled a two for a four. I rolled a 19 mm. for a total of 18. I rolled a 17. Oh, oh I so. rolled a natural one. I've never been here. So it's like, I hate this backwatered thumb. <laughs> Zelf, the entire time you're here, you're just flooded with memories of the chairman's trial. And you can still picture the life-changing testimony that you heard. You had just taken <laughs> Naga at his word when he told you that the species of plant humanoids that they grow <laughs> in Mjolnir to eat, that they lack thoughts and feelings, that it was ethical <sighs> to cook them. It was a great vegetarian option on any menu. <sighs> you never yeah. questioned it until you heard one of them speak at this trial. And that's no! all you can think God. about as you Holy are shit. walking through here. Horrifying. Yeah, these are memories that Zelf has strongly suppressed. Canonically, I decided that the vegetable who took the stand was the one ingredient that Zelf naturally wanted to eat the most out of anything he's ever seen. Just no, the aroma, the bouquet was overwhelming. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god that's incredible. So dark. <laughs> Not that he would. He never would. Until he met Manny. Patty, you're also flooded with memories about Raid's trial. However, yours are a bit more focused. So while everybody else in Raid got the book thrown at them, High Mage Murican, the judicial expert on all things bardic and enchantment based, your case alone ended up in the Divine Building and presided over by High Mage Winhorn, who's the Divine Judge. So normally he handles cases involving acts done in like the name of evil gods, like not anything close to what mm. Raid was involved in. But you knew that before he settled in at the courts, he was an ambassador to Erosia and that he had matriculated with the country's nobles and politicians, your parents included. And mm-hmm. so he didn't need to know anything about your case because it was all theater. Your case was settled at the bank before you ever stepped foot in the courtroom. And he seems like somebody that Raid would target for sure. Interesting. Do we know that he's going to stage an attack somewhere in Fainalin, or do we specifically know he's going to do it at the Magic Academy? You know that it is going to be in Fainalin. You don't know specifically okay. that it's at okay. the Academy, but you do know that there have been some disappearances at the Academy, which is why you were kind of directed there. Okay, I mm. gotcha. I, w- I was assuming that the, we knew the attack would be at the Academy. Not necessarily. I think his ranting made it sound like it would be the entire city. Yeah. Like, is there a festival coming up soon? Like, I definitely know, like, in my notes about Fainalin Academy, like, it's pretty much closed to the public except for special events and stuff like Possibly, that. Possibly. Like, it's not one of the big ones that's, like, it's the same thing every year on this date, like the blessing ceremony or something like that. So if there is something that's open to it, you would have to talk to somebody more familiar with what's actually been happening in the city recently. We know, God, what's the the name of the god that dies? We know Molni dies. Does he not die at like an event? He does. He dies at the blessing ceremony, which is still like a month away. We could definitely go check in on Molni and the divine Paladin. (laughs) Stop trying to get us off course. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good place to find guidance. We literally just (laughs) lied our way into this courthouse. (laughs) Yeah, we could look into the Pharrell family. Yeah, I do think we should look for records and try to find something that's maybe out of public knowledge. That's a really good point. Because I do think that their father is still alive is what my memories are saying. We should probably try to find Ansel himself, too. On Criminal Minds, which I've been watching a lot of, you got to figure out the victimology. And if we can figure out who Ansel is planning to attack, that'll give us some insight into what he's planning. I haven't given up on us just finding him imminently and punching him. So why don't we focus on searching the area first? Yeah. Another place we could All check right, would be the enough. Wizard's Bazaar. I'm begging you to focus. <laughs> I know you are, but like after this, because we know he is a flamboyant necromancer who goes around talking yeah. about what he's going to do. So he would need to go to the Wizard's Market to get magical doodads or something like that. And that's also a good place where we could pick up things to detect Let's him. Let's make that plan C. Okay, so I think initially, find Ansel's person, hopefully, in this building. Beat the shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to roll perception. Well, I've rolled so badly, I'm not even going to specify what I want to look for. But I do want to clarify that I'm going to keep an eye out for any golden strings. Okay. Because we know that Ansel has Mm. the ability to make zombies 
appear at first blush as though they are not zombies. So just make sure, keep an eye out for that. Maybe if somebody who was better at perception could roll too. I was going to say, do we, do, should we all try to see what we can see in here? Kind of do a group snoop? <laughs> I love group snoop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I rolled a 15 for a total of 14. Oh, Johnny. What? I mean, that's not terrible for Johnny. <laughs> I just, I love that negative perception <laughs> bonus that you get. Okay. I, I rolled a 17 for a total of 26. Uh, I also got a 26. I was confused because I was like, no, that was Zelf. No, that's both of us. Oh, boy, I'm going to invoke my competitive trait. (laughs) When a creature within 30 feet attempts a skill check, you may attempt the same check with the same skill before the start of the creature's next turn. So I'm going to get a 27. (laughs) It's so petty, which is why that trait is beautiful. Can I also mention that I neglected to add my plus two bonus in urban terrain, so I actually have a 28? Zelf throws a fit and goes home. (laughs) So at this point, we're looking for golden strings and we're looking for Ansel. That's our two goals. Ansel himself. Yeah, we're looking for signs of other people creeping around at night. Okay, and you guys are just going to keep continuing to go up until you are obstructed? Is that the idea? I think that's That's what I'm thinking. A weird way to say it, but... I think somebody should have a detect magic out in case we get to a door that has like an alarm spell. You got it. I popped it. Did you also lock it? Yeah. And then I dropped it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, as you guys go up the stairs, you see that as you pass through like the archway to the stairwell, the purple orb on your arbiter's pin briefly glows, but nothing happens. You're allowed to continue going up, but you can tell that something was checked as you went through that point. Did everybody's pin or just my pin? Everybody else's does it on a delay. So it it checks yours and then it goes to theirs, essentially. Okay, okay. So Going up to the second floor, this is the floor that has the courtroom in it. If you want to enter the courtroom, you can see that there is another sensor that you'll have to pass, essentially. So that's to your left. Mm. On your right, there is a large staging area that Patty and Zelf know is processing for people who are guilty. And so in this area, (laughs) there are a lot of records. There's also a portal to Bitterhold Dungeon. So this is one of the only (laughs) ways to get there. So the location of Bitterhold Dungeon is hidden from public knowledge. Nobody knows exactly where it is. Uh, So this is one of the few ways to get there. This is also protected by a sensor. Is there anything any of our magic folks could do to tell if that portal has been used recently? Oh, I love that. Like, is Ansel popping in and out of the dungeon doing something here? That would be wild. (laughs) Um, Does my detect magic sense anything like that, Justin? Um, I'll say that Patty, with how well you did on your tracking, he did not go in there. He continued to go up in this building. I'm making a mental note of that, though, so that if we ever need to do a prison bust, which feels not unlikely, we know how to get in. Yeah, uh, I just want to say it now that in the back of Zelf's mind is he wants to try to investigate his past mentor's demise, potentially (gasps) at Bitterhold Dungeon. We'll see how the will reading goes. If he's really dead or not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Great. You guys continue to go further up and up and up and up. And the more floors that you pass and your pin allows you to go through, the clearer it is that Ansel had somebody very important credentials. Mm. Eventually, you are about to enter the very, very top floor, which is the High Mage's office. So this is Windhorn's office itself. Damn. <laughs> so so his trail leads up to Windhorn's office, like the top of the top? The pin does, right? Both. Oh. You are following Ansel's trail, and your pin allows you to go up this high. <laughs> this some shit. Before we break down the door, Zelf wants to investigate for clues that there's somebody inside. So he'll listen and then he'll see if there's like zombie stink coming out through the door frame or something like that. I also like that Zelf assumes we're going to break down the door and not use any other method to try to get inside. Zelf, you are able to hear that there is someone in this office. You don't hear conversation, but you hear someone moving around, shuffling papers, that sort of thing. Zelf taps his ear and then points at the door like there's somebody in there. Let's get him. 
Justin, would I have to have some sort of special item in order to attempt to... I guess we're assuming this door is locked. I was going to ask about trying to pick the lock, but I mean, maybe it's just open. It's a coin flip. You know someone's in here. You know that there is going to be another check on the pin. So it's whether or not you feel confident that you have a high mages arbiter pin and or you feel confident just entering the office of one of the most important people in the country. (laughs) Justin. So you're saying we should bust down the door and go dashing in. Got it. I mean, we're not asking Johnny about this, right? I'm just saying Johnny's confident in everything he does. So we already came this far. Astro is willing to try the door handle, knowing that there might be repercussions physically. (laughs) Uh, And if nobody stops her. And Astro, how much HP do you have? (laughs) Oh, no. Well, uh, Johnny laid hands on me, right? Oh, I thought I did. I think you did heal her, but she was at a negative. None? Yeah. (laughs) I was at none health. I forgot how bad shape Astro was in last time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, most of that was non-lethal, so. Yeah. (laughs) You just felt really bad. Yeah, I got a little tummy ache. I think I had one final cure wound. I've got four of them, and I think I used three to kill zombies. So let me do that real quick so that's a hearty 19 nothing can kill me justin (laughs) Ah. that's you reach out yeah and slowly push open the door moving through the sensor as you do and the amethyst at the top of it lights up and you walk is this gonna work into the high mage's office and you are face to face with a kind of portly older elf he wears these like round glasses with red lenses he seems to be just doing paperwork in his office when you step in he turns and looks at you with a strange expression and goes may i help you well that's not ansel (laughs) (laughs) uh archimage windhorn yes do i know you there, you've got a dire problem happening in Fanel, and there is a necromancer running around. He slaughtered all of Thune, and he's in this building right now. We're a security detail. We're here to help protect you from this maniac. I know you probably don't need protecting. You are the Archmage, but this is a pretty dire situation. Patty is going to rapidly duck out of view of the door. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing that her presence will completely blow this story that Astra is giving. Make a bluff check, Jenna. Okay, I mean, that was barely a blow. (laughs) That you're a private security detail. This whole episode is just Astra lying her way through it. Just just at the end, I got a little carried away. (laughs) Shadowin's a private security detail, right? Oh my god, And it works. Justin, get fucked. I rolled another another 19 (laughs) for a 30. Hey, Justin. Yes. I want to make a sense motive check Uh to see if Zelf thinks this guy hears these details. And he's somehow complicit. He's Ooh. looking for some kind of giveaway. Okay. I love that. I did not roll a one on that one. Um, <laughs> that's a 24. Great. Uh, yeah, as Astra is explaining all of these details to Windhorn, so if you watch him closely as he kind of takes this information in, you see kind of a shift in his posture. Uh, he stands up a bit straighter. He kind of is nodding along as Astra talks as if he's really listening. But you see him walk over to his desk and kind of reach <laughs> under it subtly as if he's just about to sit down. But you can tell that he <laughs> has done something underneath the desk that you can't see. It's fucking silent oh, alarm. shit. He is still nodding <laughs> to Astra and goes, yes, that's very interesting what you're saying. This guy. It's a pretty bad situation. We've got to get you out of here just as quickly as possible. Esther's going to circle the desk and try to get closer to him. Oh, my God. He's going to be the new Tommy. I love it. We're just taking him with us. (laughs) (laughs) Are you familiar with a a necromancer? He used to go to the Fanolin Academy. His his name's Ansel. You see that he sort of nods. He goes, yes, Ansel Farrell. I presided over his case. I am familiar. Yeah, well, got terrible news. He's back, and he's stinking up the town with um, dead bodies, specifically. 
that's terrible if it's true. Let's head back downstairs and we can talk about it with the guards down there. Yes, absolutely. After you. Let's go. Yes. Wait, Archmage, <laughs> aren't you concerned about how we got in here? Johnny, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I trust the court's security system. I see that you're all wearing pins. So I assume that we're all trustworthy here. Exactly. Now we got to go. We've got to go. Let's go and talk to these guards after you. Let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna keep my eye out for Ansel and... Um, sort of gesture for Windhorn to go ahead right in front of me. Well, one of the things that's like kind of worrying, sir, is that Ansel had one of these pens. We also know that he can disguise his creations and evade most normal detections. So like, it's very possible you could have been infiltrated, sir. Some of the guards could be zombies. And as a oh. paladin of Gavilan, like, I just want to let you know, Mjolni is my dude and I'm here to protect you. Like... Solidly. While we're talking about this, do we know that Windhorn isn't a zombie? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be intense, though. It'd be pretty fucked up. These two are distracting Windhorn. Zelf wants to lean over to Patty and whisper, he did something with the desk. The jig might be up. Since out of the four of us, he assumes that the anarchist knows what to do. Patty is hiding out of sight of the door. Patty also, at the risk of... <laughs> Obtaining the ire of the rest of the members would absolutely love to ha continue hiding, stay behind, and snoop through this office after Windhorn leaves. I love that plan. Amazing. The three of us are going to guide him downstairs. Okay, yes, that's a solid plan. Astra was trying to get him to leave first so that she could slam the door behind him. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> no, no. Patty's <laughs> idea is so much better. Okay, okay. Magnitude's <laughs> better. We should absolutely split the party. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> it's worked so far. But Johnny makes a great point. How does um how does Windhorn smell? <laughs> Smell check. I could make a heel check on him. Make a heel check, absolutely. There is not a gold strain attached to him. He's also talking okay. as a human being. Yeah. Where it's not like the zombies that you encountered in Thune, where they had very strange short speech patterns. If he is one, he's much more sophisticated. Right. It doesn't yes. necessarily rule it out, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and John is going to say, yeah, so Archmage, sir, uh, like we're members of Shadow End, and your fellow Archmage has sent us to help because she, like, had, like, some sort of intuition that Ansel, like, was kind of, like, growing in power and would be a problem. I got a 23 on my heel check. Nice. 23 is more than enough to have identified a zombie if he were one. Windhorn is not a zombie. Okay. He continues to just walk with you, listen patiently to the conspiracies that you guys are spouting to him, sort of nodding along, saying, yes, uh, this does sound terrible. We're going to take this very seriously. Just to clarify, he is successfully leaving with me, Johnny, and Zelf, and Patty is staying behind to ransack? Ratsack. Ratsack! Correct. The three of you continue to go down several many floors. While you guys do that, Patty, what would you like to do? What are you looking for? Zelf did whisper to me about the desk, so the first thing I want to do is go take a close look at the desk and see if there's some sort of a button or a silent alarm that I can find where he may have triggered something. Yeah, it does look like there's some sort of emergency button. You find like little shards of amethyst similar to what's on the pins that he has <laughs> mm. crushed uh, a sphere that was under his desk similar to that. Well, too bad I don't know anything about magic or I could try to figure out what that means. But for now, I'm just going to note it and move on. All right. So uh, We do know that if you break the glass sphere, it casts magic circle against chaos. Yes. So that may or may not be similar to what that was. So yeah, I think it's a safe assumption, even with me not knowing shit about magic, that he <laughs> cast something as we came into mm -hmm. the office. What? We don't know yet. You also are able to tell, Patty, using your tracking skills from earlier, Ansel was in this room. and Oh, is he still in here? With your perception <gasps> check being so high, you are able to see that there is a hidden door on the back of this oh, office. Oh, shit. Holy fuck. Man, I was all <laughs> about 
staying behind and snooping through paperwork, but am I all about going after Ansel on my oh, own? Solo adventure. Do it, Patty, oh, do it. Oh, God. Yeah. What's the worst yeah. that could happen? I already had a suicide vest strapped to me. I almost drowned. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? You shine oh, yeah. in those moments, right? You're a hardy little rat. I mean, I am nothing if not sure of my ability to handle this on my own (laughs) all right i'm doing it i want to open the door i'm sorry if i die guys (laughs) no this is great you'll be resurrected (laughs) (laughs) caitlin do you have knowledge religion i don't think so let me double check i do not you don't really you're good at finding secret doors finding triggers that sort of thing you are ultimately able to open the secret door however if there was some sort of pattern or reason behind how it was set up that's lost you but the door opens and you see a private stairway heading down oh god i've got some throwables okay i'm feeling good i got my ammo stocked do i see any signs of like ansel tracks in this staircase. Ansel went down the stairs. I'm following him. I've committed. Yeah. Great. I'm following yeah. this bastard. <laughs> so as you guys head back down to the bottom of the pillar in separate staircases uh, in the same direction, <laughs> eventually you guys are back on the second floor, the floor with the courtroom. And as you guys exit the stairwell with Windhorn. The three of you find a large group, about 15 to 16 of the court arbiters are waiting <laughs> for you. And as you step into this room, Windhorn goes, yes, these are the three that broke into my office. Oh, yeah. shit. What? Nuh-uh. We totally had, like, legitimate entry. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had these pens. <laughs> Windhorn addresses the guards and says, One of my aides had their pins stolen earlier this week. I placed a report about it with you guys. You'll see that. The guards move to arrest the three of you. There must be some mistake. Esther goes, Oh, I see. So you're in on it. You're, you're the one who's backing up Ansel, the necromancer, she says loudly to the guards. <laughs> Wildly and uselessly. My friend here is a lawyer. She's supposed to be here. (laughs) Astra is not even going to engage with that former lie. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, listen, guards, you're making a huge mistake here. This man is cooperating with somebody who just slaughtered all of Thune. We just came from Thune on a boat, and uh, everybody there is dead, and the guy who killed them all and resurrected them into zombies came here and went straight for this guy's office. So if you guys know that there's anything afoot, then uh, now is your moment to stand up to this corrupt and stinky old man. (laughs) You recognize among them is the guard from the front. He kind of just goes, "Uh uh-huh, and he turns to Windhorn and goes, there was four of them that came in shit (laughs) shit shit that's in character Astra starts cursing (laughs) all right Zelf is gonna lean forward and whisper to Astra can you cast your fog spell (laughs) can I (laughs) I've been waiting for this opportunity you know I love that spell and Astra does what she normally does which is rear back her head for just a mighty echoing sneeze (laughs) Just a beautiful, glittery purple mist fills up the room. Is your goal to flee? My goal is to flee, yeah. I think we need Johnny to kidnap Windhorn. (laughs) Put him under his arm like a football and start running. Paul, I almost did a spit take. I don't know if the Archmage is going to be just carried like a football, but... (laughs) How do you feel about just, like, picking him up? I mean, we could... (laughs) This guy's probably, like, an 18th level wizard. We don't want to deal with that right now. What if Johnny became giant again first, (laughs) then picked him up? And then gets trapped in the building? (laughs) Yeah. Johnny might still be under the impression that this is a big misunderstanding. He probably doesn't want to fight the law enforcement directly. (laughs) Of course not. He's lawful good. He's a sweetheart. Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Once Astra releases Obscuring Mist, she's going to say, Johnny, we've got a bail. Do the guards react at all to the mist? They do. So what they're going to try to do, all of them are going to try to use the spell that they have called Shackle. So this is a spell that basically summons (laughs) a set of handcuffs onto you. 
<laughs> to make this simple, instead of like doing a large thing, I'm going to have each of you make a reflex save against Shackle. And if you make it, you can escape. If you don't, then you have been handcuffed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, great news. I rolled a natural 20. Incredible continual luck for Aster for that, for that natural 20 for a 23. Well, I don't think I can scum any bonuses, and I don't think I have enough inspiration left to add to this. So that's a flat 19. Excellent. I rolled a four for a total of eight. Johnny's going to be like, what? Hey, I wasn't resisting. What's going on? (laughs) Astra and Zelf, you can escape, but you will leave Johnny behind. (laughs) You already left Johnny behind, but that was my own fault. Is there any way to help Johnny out, even though he's been handcuffed? Can we both grab him by an arm? Not and escape. Johnny, are you kidding? Okay. <laughs> Can I use a spell to distract these guards and give Johnny another chance? Not and escape. Oh. You can engage with them or you can get a freebie and flee. Just go without me. Johnny's probably not going to run anyway. He's not going to run. Oh, Come on. No, of course not. Of course he is. And he believes in the law. Yeah. Paul. Mm-hmm. But he might try and buy you some time. I'm not resisting, <laughs> but I will now. <laughs> <laughs> God, is this going to be a dramatic moment where Zelf and Astra flee into the darkness of the night and we can just see Johnny vibrantly shining <laughs> in the bright oh hallway God. trying to throw off these cops? Or you could find Patty. But yeah. <laughs> it's like we might be using that dungeon portal. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, yeah, no, you certainly are right. I do have a, a soundburst spell that could hypothetically potentially stun people in an area, and this seems like the perfect use case for it, but I think it's too early for Astra to care. <laughs> yeah, we're just roommate level. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it feels so bad about leaving you here. <laughs> That's because we're friends, Jenna. We're not. We're not That's roommates. True. We're friends. That's true. I would never let you just get arrested by the cops like this. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> But Astra is bailing. Oh, that's fair. We'll come back for you, Johnny. Don't give up hope. Astra and Zelf, in the cover of the mist, you guys escape. You see the handcuffs just clattering on the ground around you. You make it to the stairwell when you notice that Johnny is behind you. The manacles hit on his arms. After they got his arms, they hit on his legs. All 15 of these guards are just like surrounding him, pulling him down. But the two of you keep going. You don't miss a beat. And you make it out into the streets back in Fainalin. Oh, fuck. Thank you for listening to this episode of Burnt Cookbook Party. As always, this is my my bi-weekly request that if you like this episode, you tell someone about it so that they can also like this episode and like you for recommending it and think you're cool and smart because you've got good taste in podcasts. Andrew Hansen is Johnny Brightchild. Caitlin Stadahar is Patty Hertz. Paul Lukemeyer is Zelf. Me, Jenna Stever, is Zastroblep. And Justin Green is GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stever. This episode edited by Caitlin and Justin. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.